Boom, episode 109. We out. All right, go ahead. You talking about Chinese folks? <laughs> Since we on that. So you know a little bit. I remember this journey started a couple months ago. You kind of put it out into the open. Like, yo, I'm going to try to learn more about my people type shit, right? Trying to. So what have you learned so far? This is on the heels, mind you. This is 2021. Chinese New Year was last week. Gung Hei Fat Choi. What's Gooch? That's it. I just started with Chinese New Year. Okay. It's not like I'm out? diving into history. No. Just what are you, what are you, you kicking around some rocks? What'd you learn? Uh, just just some of the meanings. The, uh, like what, you know, when people, Chinese New Year, they always bring you like fruits or. All right. Let's dig down that a little bit. Round objects. Okay. It's orange. Anything round. Okay. What is it, the significance of round? I think orange is like wealth. Um, and prosperity. Okay. And then there's like apples. Um, but anything round, they all have their own meaning though. Mm. Like in terms like of Like one of them is like uh, wisdom. Yeah, yeah, fruits. Okay. Um, so yeah, Chinese people, they always bring you like persimmons, oranges, mm-hmm. um, plumellos, those big ass mm-hmm. ones. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, and that, Makes sense. I mean, they all have like lemon trees, orange trees. Are those specific to a certain like year? Like, I know it's the year of the ox. Is mm-hmm. the orange synonymous with that, or is that just something every year? No, as I long as you're giving something of yeah, that, okay. I think it's every year. Hmm. I wonder if that has something to do with like harvesting or like farming. Those roots, maybe you know, maybe go back. I don't know anything about Chinese history necessarily, but maybe it's to kind of show, you know, the harvest. Because what February around that time. What's happening weather-wise? Winter almost done, so maybe yeah, that's February why. is the last, usually like the last. Uh, winter stuff. What's that called? Uh, yeah, yeah. You're yeah. harvesting your winter crop, and then it's yeah. the last frost, typically. Okay, okay in see, February. Yeah. yeah. Not to say that happens in China, but in yeah. America, let's just say, mm-hmm. maybe that's, and on top of that, circle being all the things, you yeah. know, encompassing full, yeah. Yeah, dragon eat the tail. Crazy. Asians or Chinese people are super uh, superstitious. Yes. Superstitions like numbers, uh, objects, mm-hmm. obviously. Um, animals. Yeah, animals. Mm-hmm. Year of the ox. What are you? Year of the horse. Horse. I am year of the boar. Um, but every time I read those, you know, Chinese placemats, I'm like, dude, you read all the other ones, mm-hmm. they kind of say the same thing in different ways. They do. It's like wisdom. It's all I'm like, good. Oh, it's I got all wisdom. Good stuff, yeah. yeah, but then I'm like, bad. oh, I'm, uh, I'm uh, courageous. I'm like, yeah. I want to be courageous. Like, yo, what's up? <laughs> I remember me and my brothers would be talking about that. Like, oh, man, what'd you get? Yeah. Oh, I'm the boar. It's, it's crazy. Every, all the first boys in my family are horse. Mm. Well, my dad's not the first boy, but my dad's, he's the youngest. He's a horse. I'm a horse. And then my nephew, Jace, is a horse. Whoa. That's pretty tight. What is the horse significant of? I don't know. They're just tight. Huge cock. Mustang. <laughs> <laughs> is that what it is? Is it the huge cock gang? What's going on? Uh, probably not. What is know. it? Because I don't know. I mean, are horses even in Chinese culture like that? I mean, I know the whole Genghis Khan idea. I mean, is that where it's kind of stemming from? I'm not too I've familiar been, with really Chinese horseback riders. You know, I I was just trying for, for Chinese New Year because when you get married is when you have to start passing out the envelopes. Mm. So I was like, I got to at least know what I'm doing. I can't just be pulling up. Here's an envelope and bring them like a square fruit. Oh. And be like, what the fuck? This is bad luck. I mean, is everybody on board? Give that's them $4. Chinese? That's like the worst number ever. Is everybody on board that's Chinese? Uh, for the most part. Like in terms of the traditions mm-hmm. that you that you come across, at least, of Chinese? Uh, so. Yeah. Okay. 
that's kind of cool. I admire that to some degrees. Yeah. Like I'm like that's cool that the tradition passes. I think for you, you know, kind of taking time out to try to at least mm-hmm. why am I doing this? So at least I have an understanding. So it's just not without purpose type thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? So four is a bad number. Four is a terrible number. Why four? Never say. I think because four, when you say it in Chinese, I think it's uh, similar to the word death. And that already warrants it not to be good. Yeah, it's bad. Bad luck. Holy shit. Four. What else is, uh, I don't know about. So the horse means sturdiness <laughs> and running fast. Um, I, the four means b- death. I think so. I think that's what I heard. I don't know. No, man. it makes I gotta, sense. I it's speculative. It I know. We're just talking shit. We don't know nothing. But we're, saying. we're just trying to figure uh, it out. Here. Like number eight. Eight's like the best number. Eight? Really? Mm-hmm. Eight. Hmm. Um, is it because it's the infinity symbol? Maybe. I don't know. I got to look that up, too. I, I got to It's like two circles. Everything. So if the circle's <laughs> two good. Two circles put together. That's what I'm saying. Infinite. Um, like uh, Aubrey's aunt and uncle. Going where mm-hmm. So that when they were stationed in China, they worked with like... Uh, when wireless companies came out, mm-hmm. they would go to different places and set up uh, the wireless, yeah, mm-hmm. like phones. Mm-hmm. And they said when they were in China, someone paid someone paid millions to have the number eight 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 all eights. Oh, like as a phone number. Mm-hmm. Oh shit! I think it was like a business or something. Damn. That's how much. That's how crazy people. Yeah, that's how it's not crazy. It's just. I mean, it's not. It's interesting because it superstition is. is mm-hmm the anti of like you know uh faith or like christianity kind of catholicism like to be superstitious and be religious are like oil and water but for some reason at least from my understanding filipino people get confused with both like oh there's jesus christ but also you know change (laughs) like in a bag (laughs) like what are we doing here why is there both so i I know with chinese people it's a little more in the numbers it's a little more in the you know, the universe, the stars. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what it seems like. I don't know. Like I, said, I don't know the full culture, but it seems like yeah. there's a bigger emphasis on that. I'm trying to figure it out. I don't know. Did they? Slowly but surely. No, no, I'm saying I'm trying to figure it out. Oh, okay. Slowly but surely. I don't know. I mean, your, that history is 4,000, at least mainland China, I think 4,000 years of history. Hong Kong, I'm not 100% sure. Um, but I always go back to the 300 rule. Like, okay, 300 okay. years ago, 1700 was happening in China type thing. Because there is a weird disconnect, like we talked about before. Chinese people, at least that are coming here from China, I want to say mainland, there is a certain thing. They, they're they able to roll in and just kind of have their own little mm-hmm. world. It's not really that far, I don't know, away from what China is like. Like, Chinatowns are everywhere. They are. Like, and they're strong. Like, talking about, like, they have their own economy. They have their own system. They just they, they operate within America, but on their own. That is crazy, because... Everywhere there's a Chinatown, but someone had to start it. Who started it? I don't know. I don't just, just That just popped up. You going to say Bruce Lee? What you going to say? Nah, nah. I don't know. <laughs> but, I mean, to come here and was there already a Chinatown established? Because you came here probably not even speaking the language and you set something up. Hmm. That's just or hard. it's already hard as hell to start something. What if they came here and it was set up for them? That's what I'm saying. I mean, someone had to start it. I mean, when you go to Chinatowns, they seem like they're the oldest part of the city also, along with the downtown. You know what I'm saying? You go to Old Sac. I mean, they're, they're you go always to Chinatown, in downtowns. It's an older vibe. Yeah, they're whatever. always in the cities. Something like that, to yeah. some degree. Like, when you go to Chinatown in San Francisco, you're like, yeah. Like, our, our little Chinatown. I don't even consider Saigon like our little, like Saigon City or whatever. Oh, uh, that's more Vietnam. They yeah. call that, like, more Little Vietnam. Saigon. That's yeah, what they little call Saigon. It. Yeah, that's more Vietnamese. Yeah. 
Mexico is up in Long Down Franklin. Mm-hmm. Um, China, I mean downtown. Downtown, like, right like there. Nineteen, eighteen, seventeenth, all the way down corridor. Yeah, yeah. Because you see a it's lot. It's kind of gone though. Kinda. Everybody went to El Grove. Uh, <laughs> true. They probably wanted land. Uh, or the next generation, kind of. You know where South is. Mm-hmm. That new restaurant. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that whole. That all used to be like little Chinatown because my know. grandma lived uh, a couple blocks. Mm-hmm. We would walk there to dim sum. Uh, there used to be like a little salon, and then that south was a Chinese market. Oh, yeah. See, that's crazy. And then right across from William Land, the Chinese market is still there. Or it's Asian market. William Land. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's racist. But that's where I, I would go there every morning. What William Land? Well, yeah, there too, yeah. And do Tai Chi or what? What were you doing? Kung Fu in the park? Nah. How's that work? I was, sure. Nah, actually, I was doing the dragon dance. I did the dragon dance. At there one you one. go. I've seen that live. That's some hard shit. That shit's tight. It is tight. I remember when I was on the show of talent, mm-hmm. there was a team that did that. Wait, wait, can we go back into that? So you were on a show where talent. they expressed talent yeah. on stage. And, and what one were of you? the talented <laughs> acts were dragon people. And it was cool downloaded with them because there was like a legit team. Yeah. So they would be doing these acrobatics and we'd be watching. I was like, yo, that's, that's pretty ill. Yeah. The tradition behind it, I have no idea. But going into that, the Chinese dragon, myth or real? I mean, if you're going to tell me dinosaurs are real, you can't tell me dragons aren't real. But dragons are the mythical one out of the two. That's the one that people believe that it's in the unicorn-like era where they're like, oh, yeah. that's all you know made up. But then it's crazy because the dragon is everywhere, at it least is. in uh, I mean in in history to some degree. Because the Chinese one, I learned from this Chinese dude when I was in Hong Kong. We we went to this Chinese restaurant and he was telling me what it was, and he was like, "Yo, these are all parts of different animals. Like this is the snake body. Here's the eagle talons. The head is of the uh, like the horse or something like that. The teeth are oh, of this." You know, the, the catfish, like, you know, whiskers. Because it doesn't have wings. The Chinese one doesn't have yeah. wings. Then they say dragons, it's from a koi fish, right? Yeah, I so think so, yeah. koi fish. Mm-hmm. And then, it's parts of things yeah. put together. I don't know. But that goes alongside with, you know, just but dragons crossing, are everywhere. But crossing across the way to Egypt, that's when you would see, like, you know, the, the eagle head on a human body type thing. So I'm like, it's not too far-fetched to look at that idea of putting things together. Not to say that's what it is, but mythical or not you see it it is very representative of chinese culture i mean you think dragon you either think japanese or you think chinese or game of thrones or game of thrones <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah interesting you know and are they real i don't know but chinese people i want to say that's significant the year of the dragon like i don't know do you know any dragons no nah, i always wanted to be a dragon everybody like, wants to be a dragon i want to be a dragon that's why when you look at the, the years you're like yeah. what oh but see, what does the dragon uh, signify? I don't know. I'm pretty sure it's the strongest one or it's the most <laughs> fabled. Like, why is there such a lore to it is my thing. Because mm-hmm. you're not the only one that feels like that. Everybody want to fuck with dragons, yeah. you know what I mean? Dragons are tight. Serpent? Apple? Serpent of knowledge? Eastern ways? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You be drinking matcha, mushroom, you know, raishi, whatever you drinking. Yeah. You, you all, you half of you is that. Now, are we gonna go off to the deep end and think and believe like the Eastern way is is of natural, you know, practice? Yeah, I mean it is. 
you know, like seahorses. And, you know, you go to those dried goods, you know, those mm -hmm. stores at the, the market when you're walking down, you see dim sum, dim sum, you know, DVDs, you know, nunchucks. And then you see that that one where it's all glass and there's hella stuff in there. You walk in there, everything's like $200 an ounce. You're like, what the fuck is this? Oh, that's dried starfish. You know, you got a dried seahorse. Look like you just went out and picked some bark up. I mean, <laughs> but, you know, they're selling it. Yeah. But those are the healing properties of the natural world. And that's considered an Eastern, you know, style yeah. medicine. Like even the stuff you're drinking, like you go into what you're drinking. Uh, a lot of mushrooms. Legal mushrooms, obviously. Yes, yes. This is mushroom powder. Yes. Mushroom powder with maca. With matcha, yep. What else? So green tea. Uh-huh. Um, reishi, lion's mane. Um, I think cordyceps. Um, that's it. And then a little bit of monk fruit. Boom. And some oat milk. See, and that is, I'm not saying that's unique to Chinese people, but in the idea of natural, holistic mm -hmm. type stuff. And it seems it's becoming more commonplace now in American culture where yeah, for sure. there's way more people kind of entertaining the idea of, you know, things of that nature, whether it's herbal medicines or even is, you know, the, the, the food you put into yourself. It's becoming yeah. more of that same, you know, practice. Not to say Western medicine isn't the shit, but I think now at this point they're both being embraced and yeah. kind of being utilized. I think they can, it'd be cool if it like collided together. True. But I mean, I probably can, but. But why do it? Because you need both to exist. Yeah. You know, there's a, there is a, I mean, I'm not saying medicine's shitty, but I'm also not saying, you know, stuff like that of the natural world. It, does make it seem crazy that some of those things are looked at like funny without even any kind of explanation. Yeah, true. You know what I'm saying? Definitely think that, uh, yeah, it could work. I don't know. Dive into that next time. Well, I mean, I'm just, I'm going off the natural tip because when I think about Chinese culture, I'm just like, it's always been mysterious. Yeah. At least from me growing up. I the, mean, Oriental. Come on, bro. Like, I that's mean, the old school shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, that shit is crazy. You walk in, they just check your back. They'll prick you with needles mm -hmm. and then be like, all right, I'm about to make you this concoction and you got to drink it. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that comes crazy. from some other world. It has yeah. to. Like, that alone already is fascinating because you could attribute that to, you know, most, you know, tribal cultures in the world for sure. But the Chinese one, I mean, shit, you see acupuncture, like, all spotted around town. You know what I mean? Cupping. Yep. See, where did Chinese people get their information? What's their history? If you had to speculate. Uh, I know you don't know, but if you just had to just come up with a story. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? That's like some native, like how they be using, like, ayahuasca and all that. I mean, opium, that's a Chinese thing. It is. You know what I'm saying? That's what, uh, poppy seed, right? Yeah. See, and they're smoking it. So that's some low form of heroin to some degree. That's that crazy. <laughs> I mean, have you ever had opium? Hell no. I've, I've seen the pipes. Opium. I was like, yo, the, the smoking thing looks insane. It looks like a long ass like pipe bomb. It almost looks like a small oil canteen. And then I guess that's how you're supposed to smoke it. But then I don't know what the opium wars was and all that. But it is fascinating. I, like I said, I don't know Chinese history, but if I'm assuming if I dabble into it, you'll definitely. I mean, I'm find sure it was used for a good reason, or like you got to get high the bro. right way. Fuck you talking. Yeah, but like, wasn't it used for like pain? I mean, I could I could see that yeah. for sure. 
but I'm that's the thing. It's like yo, like milk of the poppy. Like exactly. how game goes. They be like, give me the milk of the poppy. Exactly, give me the motherfucking heroin. Like yeah. yo, so if, like some shit happened, you'd be like, yo, let me get that poppy seed. See, my oh. question is, did China go through what we went through already? Maybe multiple times in terms of history. I mean, if it's four thousand years worth, probably. Had to. But see, that's what I said. I always bring back the 300 argument. That's why when you ask, like, yo, did Chinese people come here and build it, or was it already built for them? Because are we to believe that, okay, Chinese people rolled through also, and then they helped build the railroads, so they were traveling to the West also, I guess, with the people that were, you know, uh, building railroads? Maybe, man. They're just more low-key. Who, Chinese people? Yeah. We are in California. There's hella Chinese people here. New York, same thing. Everywhere else, it's not as commonplace. I wouldn't. I wouldn't think so. I've been around, but it's not like I search out Chinese. Well, people like in, in between. Yeah, like yeah, Middle just, America, not too like, many, yeah. at least from my knowledge. But where we're here, there's a very big influx of, you know, Chinese people. Um, more likely from mainland China, and Hong Kong. Obviously, that's always the split. Like you're mm-hmm. a Hong Kong guy. I want to say a lot of people that have made it to the states. Are from yeah. Hong Kong, at least, at least, uh, possibly more than one generation. Yeah, it's crazy. I heard uh, when we were in Thailand, actually, one of our drivers um, was Chinese, and uh, oh. we were talking to him. He was like, "Oh, where, where's your family from?" Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Hong Kong." And he was like, oh, "You're not Chinese." Oh, I, I do hear that argument. I was like, "Damn!" What did he say? Did he elaborate, or you just got offended? Uh, he, like, no, I was just like, "Why?" And then he said that. Hong Kong was taken over by like the French, British, or the British. Yes, and uh, it, so it wasn't even China. It's not; they were just taken over. It's fake Chinese. So the people that were there, that were living there, that were Chinese, and then British came through and just—that's what he made it sound like. He was like, "You guys got captured. You guys didn't have the culture." It's like, how's that my fault then? If they uh, came in and invaded, motherfucker, like, what the fuck am I supposed I to do? Like, well, fuck, we know. had nunchucks and they had muskets. Like, what yeah. the fuck are we supposed to do? I don't know. Or yeah, that was the first time I heard that. But I, I heard like, this yeah. though. I heard the same kind of situation, but I heard it was it went differently. I heard there was a different regime that came into China, and then Chinese people migrated down to the UK territory because they wanted to escape whatever that rule was. Oh. So that's why there was that big controversy a couple months ago where that is over at least the protection of hong kong by the uk is over so mainland china is kind of like all right you're back to being with us and everybody's like no doesn't that and then COVID hit uh, i don't know if you remember that that was kind of like a big thing happening because hong kong was going through a lot of protests at that time i do remember the protests. yeah and then COVID happened and then this just never been seen since yeah so i don't know what the true story is but i have heard of that because uh mainland china and hong kong people be beefing yeah or not See, like on the streets but i mean he looked at you like, you ain't Chinese. Yeah, like, he was like, where's your family from? It's like, Hong Kong. Nah. Oof. I'll be like, all right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm from USA, though. Yeah, he's like, well, technically, I'm from the USA. Yeah, I ain't from Hong Kong. I'm American, sorry. Dang. Yeah. See, that's weird, though, because those are I the say, inner battles of the culture. Yeah. And then you say that, and they're like, get out. What, if you American? Yeah. Where, hey, we, came, we came across a lot of people in Thailand that was like, you're American? Fuck you. No way. It's <laughs> like, damn. They said it like that? Like straight up, we don't like you. What? Yeah. Damn, Thai Thai people. Some Was it Thai drivers. Thailand? Like they're Thai people, or were they? Yeah, um, but I mean, descent? I mean, for rightful reason that I feel like you know, from my observation, what we were seeing. I mean, we go out. People go out there from all the different countries, and they're just nobody fucks with Americans. Smashing off all their girls and 
leaving. Fucking walking around with little 12-year-olds and Ooh. not paying people. And I mean, I get it. I, I get it. But at the same time, you can't just assume everybody That's is true. doing that. We I mean the relationship that the relationship <laughs> the relationship that we have with other countries is always fascinating to me. Yeah, because we got a base everywhere. Yeah, we have troops deployed mostly everywhere in the countries in the in most countries. Yeah, you know, and obviously to your example, that is true. The yeah. expats and kind of that situation has kind of you know become a staple to certain degrees in some of those countries. Yeah, I mean th- we have a we have a whole street out there named after it's called Cowboy. Like cow, Sukumvit cowboy, whatever. I mean, that's the nickname. Yeah, yeah. But one of the drivers was telling us why it's called that, and it's because um, it was when we were based out there. That was where all the uh, our people would go, mm-hmm. and they call it cowboy because they were all white people. That's going crazy. to the bars, and doing what they. This do. was during the war time. Yeah. Right. So what was that? Uh, Vietnam War was what fifties, sixties, forties, fifties, sixties. So like that. Come on, my U.S. history. My history is. I mean, I don't know shit either. I'm just I'm trying to piece together the timelines rough. But when you start to kind of unravel it and just kind of look at things, it is fascinating to me. You know what yeah. I mean? That's why a key area to look at late 1800s, ni- early 1900s. A lot of shit's going on all over the world. You know, like I was looking at Philippine independence and I'm like, OK, Philippine independence, in 18 something, 1898, something like that. But we go from independence away from Spain only to be, you know, ran by the United States. So when I do my 300 theory, the Philippines, at least in that timeline, have always had captures or suitors there. So I was like, damn, I got to reach deep to try to figure out some Filipino history. And yeah. it's, it's few and far between because, mind you, it's fucking how many islands. So that's why when I look to China, I look to other cultures. I'm trying to figure out their history, at least in, in the way it's told and trying to see if there's any type of hang on like you know any type of information that, that could help me but that's what i was like ah, but i don't know like i said i the history's tough if if history for america is wonky i could only assume most countries be yeah. like that too especially when we hear it about chinese culture it's from china filtered through the united states like when i went over there and i looked at everything i was like eh, it's fascinating for sure but it's also like well manicured I'm like, Man, that's a lot of history to be able to capture all that stuff i was yeah, like is this made up four thousand years you know what I'm saying? I'm like, yo, is this oh, all made up? They had outfits of every single Tibetan tribe, every single tribe. Here's the dishware. Here's all. I was like, that's a lot to Damn. me. Because I was doing some research on the World's Fair. You ever heard of the World's Fair? No. All right. It's this thing that would happen in America from time to time. There was this one specific one. I think it was in St. Louis, 1904 or six, And they had this. It was in regards to Filipino people. And it was this. Basically, it was an exhibit. And they were like, yo, we have 17 acres with 11,000 like real Filipino people here and it's like the tribal looking ones and they're like, you come see them and they're, they're here. <laughs> so it was this idea that it was to show, I don't know, the world, whatever. And then people would come to see it. It's interesting. If you look it up, there's a bunch of them that's happened in the past, but even stuff like that, I'm like, so what's happening here? We're introducing our perspective to the world, to other people from other countries. Like what, what are we doing? That's why I look at China. I'm like, wait, did China go through something like this? Because if you're saying all these dynasty and yeah. rulers, that's like, that's not presidents. That's not some weird like, oh, we got voted out. If it rulers is the, exactly, exactly it's right. Like some royal house. Thank you. Oh. That's in a lot of Asian cultures. Dynasties. Yeah, Asian culture is crazy, man. Uh, you've been Chinese for how long? <laughs> 
All it my life. Crazy. Yeah. But you never could download any information from any family members. Mm, it's the hardest really. thing to acquire. Yeah, well, I mean, like, the matriarch is my grandma, and she's, like, doesn't speak English. A hundred plus? Close. No, no, no. She's uh, high 80s. Okay, so we're thinking high 80s. So her mom and then her mom. That's yeah. close to 250, yeah. 300. And her mom... Actually, was here. She passed. I mean, she passed years ago. Oh, she came here too. Yeah. Oh, she was I the think, first. To I come think here. my gr- my great grandma was the one that brought everybody here. Oh, from so what I've heard, can. my great grandma was the one that had the money to bring everybody. One hundred sixty years ago, maybe. Here. No, no, no. She wasn't that much older. She was, because uh, when she passed, I think she was like almost a hundred. Mm. And my grandma was probably like seventies at the time. Oh shit! So she's like twenty something. Year, okay, maybe so twenty years older. So there. nineteen, nineteen twenties. Mm-hmm. See, that's I was like, yo, what's happening in the nineteen twenties? The Roaring Twenties. They didn't. Yeah, they didn't get here till the seventies. Oh, actually, migrated here. Mm-hmm. So she was born. She was kicking in China in nineteen twenties. Yeah, yeah, they were in China still. Mm. And then that's mystery world, at least to the family's knowledge. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Oh. I, I've never got to talk. To I them. would like to know. I, I would too. I mean. Chinese uh, people are fascinating, man. Yeah. And then that's like the biggest manufacturing hub right now. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I guess you could ask, you know, people you know that out here that are kind of in the same boat. I feel like a lot of people were in the same mm. same boat. Came same time. Like Chinese people? Around. Yeah, like all the, like Chinese people that are here in Sacramento. Mm. I feel like a lot of them have a similar story. Did they come here really on a boat? Or no, are they no, flying no, no, over no. here? I think they, what are they doing? I think they flew here. Okay. My dad, my dad, and them flew here. Okay, no, they, they didn't come on the boat. But. See, but they're trying to survive, or at least their your family was the yeah. idea and was I, to try and, to survive. And honestly, I don't even think they came here first. I think my dad was telling me they went to Seattle, Arizona first. Shit, okay. I think either Arizona or Texas. Uh-huh. I think Arizona, and then they they stayed with. Uh, I think they stayed with an aunt. I that was already here. Yeah, that came here. And then uh, from there, I think they came here. Hmm. See, what was that migration about? Because then you were expressing like the idea of survival. So what's happening possibly in China at that time? Because that means the culture out there, at least to you know that specific side. Of See, that'd family. be a good question to ask. Yeah. A good answer to get. Like, why did you guys leave? Boom, research. Yeah, I mean. It's hard to get that answer out, though, because that could be, you know, back-ended filled with like all types of trauma and shit yeah. so i uh, that's a sensitive subject but i would be fascinated but firsthand see at know. the same time like you could maybe have that same conversation with somebody else mm-hmm. out here and something totally different could be different could yeah. be close i mean they could say like a lot of people were leaving at this time because mm-hmm. or is the hope always to get here i mean there's always maybe. that kind of blanketed but idea i mean you waited America. 70 years to get here that's true took you 70 to get everybody here yeah why would, I don't know. Because I, I think about the same thing with my family. It's like, what was the push to come out here? I mean, I get the idea of living life in a poverty for sure. Um, but trying to figure out the climate of the country and then the reasons why are always fascinating. Yeah. Because what is America? It lives, and let's look at it in today's scope because now we only know what America is because we live here. But, you know, when you travel around, there are certain countries that embrace us more than others. But it is fascinating to see the country when you're not in the country from yeah. afar. 
because it's not like we're a joke or anything, but I mean, there's always these rumblings about, oh, everybody in the world's laughing at us, and some people are like, no, America's the best. It's such a mm-hmm. back and forth thing, you know? I'll tell you what, every time I go somewhere, I can't wait to get, I'm thankful to come back home. There is that feeling, <laughs> for sure. For sure. Like, yo, I'm trying to go home, sit on my toilet, and take my own shit. Yes, comfortably. <laughs> no black widows. And use hella toilet paper. <laughs> Instead of like one square at a time, <laughs> or not even you just and you, and flush it down just the toilet. Water. Oh, instead of a hole and just like <laughs> looking down it and shit. Well, yeah. there's cobwebs everywhere and smell fucking fresh air. Uh, I mean, dude, it, it's a different experience. But yeah. that, I think that's what makes it cool. That's what makes is that psychological or is that just America and us being used to America? Because I feel yeah. you. The first it's time just, I took a shower coming back from a long road trip, I'm like crying almost. Like, oh, this thick layer yeah. of. Like dirt nah, on my body. I think, I think we're just accustomed to it. This is just what we know. What's usually the first thing you eat when you get back? Oh, I don't know. It's you know, tough. it's there's something though. You're like, well, yeah. I want this. Um, I'm trying to think. What, what we? I don't know, man. I usually swing for the in and out. I think that in and out's the first. Usually, like even since I got back, like save my Vietnam yeah. trip, I haven't eaten. Viet- I mean, Vietnamese food maybe once or yeah. twice since I got back. Oh shit! Just because I was eating it like every day, yeah. and it was it was hella good. But then once you have it out there to some degree, coming out here, it's still good. But it's like fuck, it's hard to emulate mm-hmm. what it was like out there. Yeah, I don't know. I think I don't know. It all depends. I feel like I'd probably go for some Mexican Mexican food. food yeah, or, I would say Mexican uh, would be my second. Yeah, Mexican food or some just straight up American food. <laughs> yeah, like some straight <laughs> up like meatloaf. Yeah, <laughs> or gym boys. Oh, gym boys! Shouts out, gym boys. Come Sacramento on. Zone. You know, it's crazy. There's some people. I've been meeting people in sec that's like, oh, Jim Boys is whack. You know what? Those are people that haven't traveled. I'm like, what? To me. Because when you leave California, Mexican food is non-existent (sighs) or it's not even close. To me. To me. New York? (sighs) No. The wackest Mexican food I've had. You know what that is? That's some, like, Dominican cats or that's some, you know what I mean? Just like, like places that's like, oh, we have Mexican like Tex-Mex. I'm like, no. <laughs> that's not Mexican food, man. That's exactly. It's a California thing. Yeah. It's a California thing. Mexican food is really good. Dude, it's it's close to comfort food. I would label that at least being born in California American food. It's yeah. close. That's so comforting, bro. Yeah, it is. Come on. Fuck. It's the same thing, just switched up, but it's so good. It's good. I I fuck I fuck with Mexican food hard. Yeah. But, I mean, that's California. Like, to our point with the Chinese immigrant like situation, there's a lot of Mexican folks out here. Oh, yeah. That, a I, lot. <laughs> and I look at, but I look at Mexican history also. I try to figure that shit out. Yeah, I feel like Spanish is, like, our second language. In a California? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, is this how it's supposed to be? Is this, like, give me the idea of what America is. Um, I mean... It's the land of the free, right? Home of the brave, land of the free. That's what they say. So we accept everybody from all cultures. Yeah. Okay, when you become part of this, you know, nation, do you have to, how much of your heritage do you have to give up? I think that's up to the family. I mean, if you come here, you know what's crazy though? Because I feel like when you do move here, and I think this is on the Filipino side, um, they didn't want you to keep like their native. They wanted you to learn English. Assimilate. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 
but I think moving forward, I think I would rather have it. The, I would, I think I would want to still implement everything, but at the same time, take on this new world that we're moving into. Well, what is the new world? Because I mean, are we all going to be beige colored and no, no culture? I think it's just whatever you're not, uh, you weren't accustomed to. Like if we were to move to Thailand, okay, I wouldn't want to just forget everything and be like, oh, straight Thailand ways. Mm. Bring some American, or at least what we consider yeah. culture here. But see, so I, I think about white and black people, right? The fact that we just call them white and black people is already in- interesting to me. Yeah, it is. Because you talk to white people, they'd be like, oh, like you're white, but what kind of white are you? Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, German and then some Irish. I'm like, yo, that's fascinating. Yeah. But I mean, you know, whatever, it's all the same. Yeah. It's like, what? It is. I think, yeah, they're the only two that you'd be white, like. White, same thing? Or black, black, same yeah. thing. Like, yo, I'm but black. I feel like brown, any kind of brown shade, you're like, oh, no, I'm Mexican, mm-hmm. Filipino. Puerto Rican. Oh, I know. I know Mexican. Like, yeah. oh, I ain't, I ain't Chinese. Man. I ain't Korean. Like, what yeah. the? Why? See, that's what's weird. So who are we in the story of the United States? If if we're going to consider white and black people being the, that they've been here for a while. Because, you know, you're talking first, yeah. second generation for yourself. I, myself, same thing. A lot of the people that at least we've come across within, you know, our range are first, second gen from those ethnicities. All my other friends of other ethnicities are like, oh, five, I have ten generations. I don't know. That's a long ass time. So that's what I'm thinking. Is that the American culture? So do Asian people just got to adopt one color? Do we adopt yellow? yellow. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't know, man. There's and then do ma- all Spanish-speaking folks claim brown or are we getting specific you because i don't know if that's gonna be yeah. what we need to do that'd be funny You'd be like oh yeah i'm yellow i mean i'm brown it, it's as crazy as saying i'm black yeah. and i'm white because that doesn't really but reflect see, the crazy color is if we're born here technically we're just american exactly so but you're not, you're just, we're not supposed to be touting it as such. Nationalism is yeah. kind of one of those things know. where we only display on Fourth of July, like, hey, wear your flag, yeah. do your shorts, but you're not really supposed to be. I mean, you can, but it's kind of one of those things. It's kind of that uh, idea of nationalism or, you know, kind of that whole deal. So yeah. that's why I was like, what are we supposed to be? Especially as a, you know, coming through the immigration rank where I'm not Filipino born, but obviously my heritage is that. Yeah. But to your point, Filipinos do have a big thing about assimilating a lot quicker easier to the american ways mm-hmm. i don't know if that's reflective of you know how the philippines is the same way you go to the philippines everybody speaks english mm. you go to china ain't nobody speaking no english oh, only shit. a handful <laughs> out Damn. there in the philippines you could go out to the most smallest island remote hey man sir hello how are you <laughs> like what all day See, so I don't know if that is expedited when America, you know, is here for Filipinos and Filipinos just kind of hop in and just kind of settle in and just do their thing. Because a lot of Filipinos don't speak the native tongue, I myself included. And I do fear that I won't be able to have any type of recollection. So that's why I am trying to make that effort along with you, at least on your Chinese side. You're trying to at least get some of those foundations right so you could pass some of that along. That's on like, don't know what the American game is to the, the immigrant, but. That is fascinating because I see that with the white and black thing. And I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, okay, browns and yellows, I guess, is the next phase? Maybe. Because black people stand united under the, the black flag. You could be from Liberia, and he could be from Nigeria, and I could be straight from you know Brooklyn or whatever. I, I'm, assuming, I'm, not, I'm assuming that's how it kind of works. Like, I'm 10th generation, I'm Senegal, like, that's my family. You know? And I'm assuming white people do the same thing. You know, I'm Italian slash Irish slash this. I'm like, that's fascinating as fuck. But 
nah, I'm just white. I'm like, yeah. what? And we always know white people to be, you know, more average, quote unquote, not to, you know, be like that towards by white brethren, but, you know, and black people the same. That's why I was like, yo, okay, what are we doing wrong? Hey, yellow. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yellow too. I guess Filipinos have to go on the Asian side. Sure. But we are, you know, halfway there with the Mexican folk. Like, well, we Catholic, yo. Like, what's up? So brown, and can we have our own color? But no. <laughs> you got to stand united. That's where I think, that's why we don't have a voice, because we haven't picked a color yet. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Maybe. Like your boy, uh, Eddie Wong, you're talking about that movie, The Boogie. I know you haven't seen the trailer, but essentially it's, uh, I'm assuming a black, or a, 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 a Asian basketball player in, like, the inner streets, uh, playing on, you know, in the in the park, and then also playing in rec leagues or something to that effect. Has a love interest, who's a, a a black chick, and then he's being disrespected by other basketball players who are of you know black culture. So it's almost like a coming up through the ranks as an Asian guy in a you know hood neighborhood type situation. I'm generalizing here, folks. So you know, get offended if you like. But what is that? You know what I mean? Is that the true story of of you know? I'm not saying all Asian people. I'm assuming Asian people have gone through this. But it's an interesting narrative at this time, especially off the heels of Asian people being targeted during the New Year's Eve or the the Chinese New Year. I know you heard some of that. It's like, this is interesting. I don't know how much of that's true, and I'm pretty sure those things were happening, and it's unfortunate. But also thinking about that, when it hits media, you almost have to think, like, yo, what is this all about? You trying to make Chinese people scared? Yeah, probably just trying to control another mass of people, but well, you're trying, to, you're trying to bring maybe. together the yellow people. Uh, with the yellow party, you the yellow party. What's up? Nah, we in? I don't think it works. I'm too low key, man. Who? Maybe, maybe for the new. Gen- I don't know. Too low key. We talk about man. There's rappers out there. The Jeremy Lin's out there. But I, I mean, feel like that's like, I don't know. That's more the you. Any any like OG older Asian people I met, mm. they're super low key. What do you mean, like behind the shadows type thing? I feel like it. I feel like you. All right. I don't know how to explain this, but I just feel like they're more low key. They're quiet. They're quieter. Mm. I feel like Asian culture people are more quieter when it comes to things. Like Asian Chinese? Because yeah, 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 we're Chinese still talking side. specific. My Chinese side. Yeah, okay, yeah. so then what are like, what are Japanese people like? I feel like the same. I feel like quiet. Low key stick to their own? Because I know yeah. Japanese people definitely stick to their own out yeah. here because we live in the... I, th- I think so. I don't know. I don't know. This is from my observation yeah. and people I've met. But, I mean, they any they could all be... Everybody could be different. But from what I've seen and talked to, it's just more low-key. They're just in their own lane, I feel like. Yeah, they only fuck with, like, Japanese-type mm-hmm. shit or, you know, whatever the... And may, the maybe not even necessarily their own, but... I mean, yeah, their own community, but... Mm-hmm. I think even just the things that they do is just more. It's not like just thrown out there, like like as opposed to what black people, white people. No, no, no I'm just saying, like in the media, like it's not going to be thrown out. Well, that's what I'm saying because we're not, we don't have a, we don't have a color yet. Yeah. That's but I mean, is that a bad? Is, is that cool. a bad? I mean, if it was me, I I'm cool with staying low key. So, so, so the idea is that the real war in America is black versus white, where the yellows and the browns, we just have to pick a side. I mean, I guess, yeah. Asian people usually side more with the white side, where the brown folks usually side more with the, the black folks. If to break it down in color. I mean, I, I don't know. Black and brown lives matter. I mean, when you're thinking about that, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? 
you're thinking of the Spanish culture. You could say Filipino. That's why sometimes Filipino people will kind of be on that side. I don't know where Asians like, you know, Japanese, Asians, like uh, Chinese. I don't even think they enter the conversation to some degree. That's why that movie is interesting because I don't know. I'll repaint the picture that there are struggles amongst, you know, specific types of Asian folks. And we want to bring light to it in probably, hopes of probably. revolving around. I mean, because you, you can't say that we people weren't like that. My dad, when they moved here, they, they grew up in... CV Circle, mm-hmm. New Avisha. I mean, those are the projects. Yep. So you can't say that. That's like saying if my dad were to tell his story about who we grew up with yeah. and what they did, you can't say it's a lie. No, of course not. They did it. So now, it is safe to say like everybody that, has that, that movie. He's shedding light on, like they did go through this shit. But you can say that about every culture. Lot. Yeah, every culture. Yes. You can't tell me that in every hood there's not there True. hasn't been different. True. Color spectrum. Yes. But see, that's the thing. When it comes to white and black folks, it's just white and it's just black. Yeah. See, we over here like, yeah, man, like the Chinese folks and the Japanese. I'm like, man, like yellow folks. But everybody's still clinging on to their individuality. That's why I go back to the original kind of talking point of what is the point of America? Are we trying to assimilate to the point where we are just one people? No. Take away your thing, even though the culture no. is think, cool coming it's in. Probably titled that, but no. You don't think so? Mm-hmm. You don't think we're getting close to where you know all brown folks will ultimately just be like, "Yo, brown party." Oh, oh yeah. I'm no. I'm saying like everybody, like everybody united. Yeah. No. Yeah. Exactly. No. But in terms of let's just say there's a new color being prospected out, uh, the browns. Like, yo, yeah. I'm brown. Like, yo, I mean, don't be, uh, to be honest, that, that word is kind of already out there. Like, yo, yeah. brown and proud. Like, cool. Yellow ain't there because somehow that's still derogatory, I would assume. True. But only until we yellow. accept it. But then maybe we could just flip that and be like, yo, what's up, yellow? <laughs> like, oh, that's their own thing. No, that can't, that can't fly. Not I yet. Mean, you don't want to be calling me yellow in front of folks? Like, what's up? I mean, we could. <laughs> I mean, but I'm trying to make a point in the idea that. That's why I wear yellow glasses. Yeah, I mean, I was a yellow character on some type of show that created talent Damn, for people did to do perform. that to you. Exactly. The, white, the white dude was the blue guy, huh? <laughs> Come on, bro. Damn. The more hoodest dude was the 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 black ranger, they and like, then they were like, "Wait, you two switch masks? <laughs> Perfect. Okay. Hey, you it, put the black mask it on. It just happened okay. like that. It's Perfect. The same idea. It's like uh, it's like Power Rangers. Come Damn. on, bro. Who was the yellow ranger? <laughs> the pink one was the guy. <laughs> True. Damn. You know yeah. Who was a black ranger? That is crazy. Uh, yeah, man. Well, it was his gun. It was an axe, but it, I mean, his weapon was an axe, but it really was a gun. Come on, man. Damn. <laughs> Come on, bro. What are we doing? Oh, man. See, so oh. I'm not saying it's stereotypes. It's funny in retrospect, but that's where we're at right now is trying to figure out as we continue forward. Because, you know, there are people protesting for a lot of different things, individuality, identities, like, yo, I want to be recognized, I want to be heard, I don't want to be suppressed, kind of, that's kind of, like, the, been the overall narrative, so when we're specifically talking about, you know, our culture, at least, our heritage, I mean, I've heard of that talking point, and I was like, that is fascinating, because it is a black and white battle, that is basically the storylines that are given to us, that's the the fight day in and day out, you know what I'm saying? So where we are at, as the yellow you know, clan, we're just over here like, well, we're just kind of just doing our own thing. You know, we don't really, you know, pay attention. So the only times I ever hear at least Asian folks in news, I think the more recent time was one when, you know, the New Year's, the the Chinese New Year assaults. But then before that, it was that whole thing with Harvard. 
where they were like, yo, we can't have too many Asian people in Harvard. We got to skew it a little bit. Oh, shit. I don't know if you heard that. It was a couple months ago. It was something to that effect. I don't know if that's the actual storyline, but there was something about there's a lot of uh, Asian folks, you know, in these universities. And I think there was kind of uh, animosity towards kind of that. Yeah. Which is interesting because, yes, there's Asians of all walks of life, hood yeah. and geniuses, like every yeah. culture. Like every culture. Yeah, but in the black and white war that we're in, it's mm-hmm. depicted really only kind of one or two ways. White people control shit, and black people are the ones being controlled. And they're the ones in oppression where white people are the ones controlling. Isn't that not the narrative to many degrees? It is. Even though both exist, there's highly successful black people out there easily. You see them all mm-hmm. the time. They're out there. You know what I mean? Same thing with white folks. There's poor white folks everywhere. Yeah. Just considering the sheer numbers, there's a shit ton of poor white folks. But that's only the talking point where the yellow and the browns are. I mean, brown people are coming up, though. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, Congress has a lot of brown folks. I don't know who's in the Congress. I mean, they got Ted Cruz up in Texas. He was making some noise. Um, There's a lot. I want to say in California, I haven't took a whole deep dive and have all the names. But, I mean, even where I live in, in my vicinity, our our mayor is uh, Mong. He's been Mong for like the last eight. He's been the, the mayor for I don't know how long. Damn. And then the no, other two people running were, I think, Vietnamese and then Chinese. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? Damn, that's crazy. Yellow Party's coming up. You know the, the craziest thing? I remember growing up, people like would ask Asian people like, oh, are you Mong? <laughs> it would be like, no. Nah. Offended. I'm not. I'm Why like, was it like that? I don't know. I'll, the Mong homies I had, I was like, all my Hmong homies are cool. Why is, why is people, like, hating on the Hmongs? But, okay, know. how about this? Because Hmongs, to me, I only started seeing them, I think, like, later in life. Like, after yeah. my 20s, I started meeting them. Uh-huh. See, where you might have been already in school with them at an elementary yeah. school. I, yeah, I had some Hmong homies. You know what I'm saying? And then, uh, yeah. But I meant more. Hmongs now are, to me, I make the association of Hmongs remind me of the 90s for Filipino people in the way that it was very communal, at least from my understanding, because they would have events, they do traditional dancing, and they do hip-hop dancing. I mean, Hmong people, essentially those people, yeah. they have they big farming. festivals. Yeah, they'd be farming. They're, they'd be savage out there. They'd be up on the rivers, you know, yeah. illegally fishing and <laughs> illegally hunting. That's what Filipino people used to do. Mm-hmm. I know my aunts and uncles probably did some, you know, getting some roadkill and killing deer out the highway and just taking it to the house. Like, yo, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So maybe this is how america works you come in and you get shitted on as the immigrant until Maybe. you earn your stripes and then now you're part of the squad because every culture went through that you get jumped into the game chinese people used to get hated on all the time japanese people were internment camps you know according to history the mexican people forever were those people and now mexican people hiring you know like yeah. uh, el salvadorian people now and venezuelan people like yo it's almost like a rite of passage you gotta eat shit you know what i'm saying in order to become part of the squad yeah, I don't know. What you tell me? Uh, Come on, yellow people. I have no idea. But yeah, this is fascinating. Something to look into. Yeah. Later. I think I'm trying to dive more into my own. At the first. end of the day, that's how yeah. it really kind of works. Like, I throw this out there because it was a thought in my mind, only because it did pass and it, of the heritage. And we, I hark back to trying to figure out the history, at least something to preserve. And that's when I started thinking about the whole idea of America. I was like, yeah, what is, what is all that? 
Yeah. I mean, to put my shoes, to put myself in the shoes of a black person or nah, a white person. Maybe it's just to come here. Right, anybody yeah. could come here and do whatever you want. Because, I mean, True. that's that's honestly something that's been proven. But can you walk everything. out without a mask right now? Can't do that. I mean, you can, <laughs> but you, you'll get shunned upon by... Culture? Every, yeah, the the culture. So, I mean, you are free only to a certain extent. I think we're only slowing to learn now maybe what some of those parameters may or may not be. Because we are beholden to more or less the culture, but a lot of it fucks with your mind. Because, like you said, there's not necessarily somebody enforcing it, and I don't want to get too deep into this, but, you know. Yeah. But people feel guilty almost to the point where, damn, we are kind of co-opted mentally. Yeah. And I always bring it up. Your people, not your people, but, you know, the idea of it started in China. Now, if people believe that or not, I don't know, but I don't know the other story. If it didn't come from China, where did it come from? Because I hear that, too. People get pissed when they're like, oh, why are they calling it the China flu? I was like, okay, well, then we call it whatever the flu is, but where did it come from? Because where it came from, at least from what I heard, they was only in quarantine for like two weeks. Yeah. Because they've been rocking masks. They out there in parties and shit. (laughs) Come on, yellow people. Yeah, shit's... But, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think that's what... If there's anything I can say for sure, it's that's that about the states america what come here and do what you want you can do you can make something happen uh that you can't do in other countries Mm. there's other countries you can't if this is what you grew up into that's what you do your whole life Mm -hmm. you can't just dip out and be like oh i'm about to start my own business i'm about to just fill out some paperwork real quick llc that's a good point you can't do that anywhere you come to the states you can be you can just all you gotta do is fill out that paperwork Mm. and then boom I have my own business. Mm. Whether it's successful or not, it's on the person. Mm. So, do you, you think can do some wild shit out here? Being born in America versus being born somewhere else and coming to mm-hmm. America, I think that's the interesting thing. I think anybody who isn't born here, at least to yeah. my understanding, wants to get here to have the opportunity. At least what you're what you're saying. Yeah. Where people born here, you would almost make the argument, and not a lot of people. There are a subsect of people that are like, "Yo, America's." Man, this is the worst, man. We're so mm-hmm. mean to our people. You know, and they're, America's yeah, but, an interesting place. Yeah. I just don't know, you know. I what. hear that. I'm like, yo, y'all need to go somewhere. That's what I said. And then, and then let's revisit this conversation. Yes, when you travel out, you do realize what yeah. America kind of, when they say first world shit, I'm like, that is mm-hmm. definitely the truth. Yeah, fuck yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Go any, man, anywhere outside. You can even go right down to Mexico and yes. come back like, oh. Yes, but not a lot of people travel. No, they don't. And even more so, I think after this whole deal, because I know I remember. Oh yeah, after this, I remember before that. I remember hearing numbers, and I don't know how much the fucking numbers are true. Like I said, folks, I'm an idiot saying some idiot shit. But a lot of people in America aren't known for traveling. Because when you travel, how many times do you ever run into American people? Like when you're international. You do. I like, feel like you do a lot. No, not a lot. More than Koreans, Chinese, or Canadians? Yeah. Like, you see more more Americans? I think so. Uh, I don't know. It depends where you're going. Like, Thailand, what do you see more of? Oh, Thailand, you see a lot of diff. Uh, for me, I saw a lot of different, like, UK, mm-hmm. uh, India. But how many Ameri- like on the list of amounts of people together? True, that was America's hella low. Yeah, yeah. Americans don't Americans. travel like that. Like European yeah. culture, they are known for traveling a lot. Like yeah. that's like their shtick. 
You know what I mean? Japanese people, same thing. Korean people, same thing. Yeah. Canadians, same thing. I mean, that's why those cultures are super, like, grounded and fucking humbled. <laughs> I mean, they just do their own thing. When yeah. it comes to American people, there's something about there's a large, it seems like there's a large fear. Even when I would travel, you know it, what, though? people would be like, yo, did you get bit by those gigantic there's, flies and shit? I'm like, fear, oh, fucking man. No. You, I mean, I remember when the first time we traveled out, I was like, kind of like yeah. tripping. Like, of course. We're about to go somewhere we've never been. We don't know. We don't even know if they like us. Mm-hmm. But then you get out there, and most of the time, you're just like, this is just like another place. Mm-hmm. They don't speak the same language, but we all have, if you just go off of similar things like food and mm-hmm. having a good time, every everybody's trying to get have that. Exactly. You have to have that mm-hmm. in life. Food and enjoy it and have a good time yeah have a good time if you find those you find common interests that's a common interest with mm-hmm. everybody but i mean every time you do go somewhere and you like you want to maybe research what to do or there's always so many fear tactics like oh you're about to go here watch oh, out top 10 things to avoid yeah, be careful where you see that video in the front? Fools got there like but every time you go out i mean don't get me wrong there's encounters where you're like it's sketchy everywhere sketchy in the world though you come here and there's sketchy spots sketchy but i mean luckily everywhere we went nothing but you would make the argument and almost say that's not super super common it happens don't get me wrong yeah these things happens happens, but it's not in the idea like if you were to take the numbers Mm -hmm. of how many people travel somewhere and the things that happened that were bad Mm -hmm. it'd probably be like 10% 10% under 10% most likely under 10 under 10% but that's the thing it, the, I think to your point there is some weird stuff about anytime you look up something immediately following oh top 10 restaurants mm-hmm. it would be like things to avoid you know and then there would be those lists yeah. like immediately and after if you like, click on that you go down and you see someone if, getting their head chopped out you fuck like, with your mind I'm not going there you know what I'm saying but yeah man it's cool to go it's even better if you know people that are there it definitely like, makes it easier because yeah, you get out of the, uh, the tourist areas and yeah. you're able to kind of dig in a little mm-hmm. deeper. Which is it, very fortunate. Even to when do you that. do, yeah, that's what sucks too. Because if you feel you're like, oh, I feel safe here because it's like a touristy area, mm-hmm. but it's set up for you. Yeah, you're eating McDonald's. Com- you're yeah. eating. It's like Apple comfortable. Bees. You're eating. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, traveling is. It, what's crazy though too is when you travel and you see uh, people that are born there having a fulfilled life that aren't from the states and mm-hmm. you think because when you go out there you're so acclimated to what we what we do that's normal life you go out there and you're like damn i can't believe i would never be able to live here mm-hmm. but then you see like Kids people being, having people yeah. having the time of their lives like when it stormed and there was floods everywhere they were hyped Juiced. They were like oh we got a pool yeah about to swim. people kicking it it's yeah. the vantage point it's it's something to do with you know how your reality is shaped and a lot of it I think is in the mind I mean yeah. I always go back to that and I don't know if that's going to be kind of the thing but that shit will get you like if you can't control the kind of things that are happening that's why it's like I ask questions and you kind of got to be aware and create your own reality to some to varying degrees the more you have a handle on it I think the more you have more of a grasp on you know to your point like at the end of the day you're like all I can do is just kind of concentrate on what the fuck I can do I'm like yeah. that's kind of what it comes down to all the other things are just more speculative and you know, help add to whatever it is you're trying to do. But as you become more aware of that and you become more decisive, then your mind's not so, you know, scatterbrained. Because all the shit we have, and I always say it, it's like, there's so much. Yeah. The feed is 24-7. It's addicting, yeah, it's you know what stop. I mean? They're hella motherfuckers. Come on, bro. It is. 
Man. You in the yellow party or what? We in? <laughs> I already got the glasses. Oh, uh, those, those are beige. They don't count, bro. It's got to be like highlighter yellow. It's yellow. It has to be like Wheat Thins box yellow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brother. Thank you again, bro. Episode yeah. 109. E-Arth to whoever. DK yeah. Lee. Ryan the Reback. Any parting words for your folks out there? Uh, nah, man. Asians are Asians aren't all always rude. They're not being rude. <laughs> That's just their culture. <laughs> That's just the culture. Yellow party, unite. We out.